let us just speak in tongues and thank the Lord for this awesome session that we are going to have right now. Mandolo shika bala kusa katika brashente limo suta kapra kabunda. Rabba <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for you see all things and know all that is. Your understanding is beyond measure, and thank you for your knowledge is perfect. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you teach us all things. Thank you that we are walking in wisdom and us steps are guided by you and our thoughts are directed by your word that we are always making the right decisions because of wisdom that is at work in us father we thank you for your wise counsel is our portion in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen praise the lord thank you all for coming thank you all for tuning in and joining us for the review of the book of proverbs i'd like to take this opportunity to thank our esteemed Sister Amaka for giving me the honor to take this session to welcome you all for the review. This is episode number four. You know, we, we started this journey and it has been an awesome journey and we're still gonna go on for the next five days, to make 31 days of, um, I mean, six days, yeah. 31 chapters of the book of Proverbs. It has been a great journey reviewing a chapter every day in different translations and, you know, sharing the verses for the day. I hope that they have been a blessing to all of you. And, you know, like pastor has started us off very well. The first time we started the first, when we, when we had the communion service that we are on the right track and the second opportunity we have to grow in wisdom and also work on meditation and declaration this month. So I just want to welcome you all and I hope the journey has been great and you have been doing your chapters and you have really um, seen an improvement in the way you think. The thinking process has been changed by the book of Proverbs. So I just want to welcome you all and thank Sister Amaka for the opportunity and I would like to hand over to esteemed Sister Amaka to take on the next session. Enjoy the next session and have a nice time as we review the book. Thank you so much, Ma. Over to you. Praise God. Thank you so much, Pastor Nda Pandula. Thank you for an amazing job that you have been doing. And thank you for being so consistent, very diligent, and exceptionally excellent in your deliveries. Praise God.
Um, I would like to welcome everyone. Good evening, esteemed co-hosts. Good evening, esteemed family. Um, we're going to have a great time um, reviewing the book of Proverbs. And the Lord is going to speak with you and minister to you even tonight. We're getting closer to the end of the month of September. And I, the Lord has begun to talk about what October will be for us. But before October, the, the next few days of the month, today is 25th of September. So we basically have five days after today. They are very significant in what God wants to do. And more than ever before, you have to be attuned to the spirit of God. You, do, you cannot afford not to know what the Lord is saying in this season. Because in this next few days, the Lord's going to tell you to take certain steps. He's going to tell you to go to certain places. He's going to tell you to talk to certain people. He's going to give you specific instruction on what to do. You know, um, before the Red Sea, um, the Red Sea was before the Israelites. Moses was their leader. And behind them were the um, Egyptians. And this had happened just, you know, after the Lord had told them, uh, Moses, go and bring out the children of Israel out of Egypt. I'm going to take you guys into the Canaan land. God did not tell them the fix that they were going to be in. God did not tell them that on that route, there was a Red Sea that there's going to be a problem to cross. God did not tell them that when they made an attempt to leave, the Egyptians were going to chase them behind. But you see, God knew all the while what he was going to do. God didn't tell them that, guys, you know, um, in the wilderness, it's going to be dry. There will be no water. There will be time when you will not have food. God didn't give them all of that information. But when we look through the journey, we see that God had a plan for every time that they encountered a challenge. When there was need for food, manna came from heaven. When there was need for water, the water came out of the rock. Of all places, water from the rock. When there was need for meat, even though God was offended as the way they asked, but God supplied it because it was part of his plan. But he was offended. They could have nicely asked. Having seen God supply manna, they could have nicely came to um, um, Moses. You know, you, you know, you, your leaders are your uh, are like are like family. You know, you can say, ah, um, so, man, so, ah, that manna is sweet, oh. It's very, very sweet, man. I can't even imagine that that manna came from heaven. Or more food in heaven would be so nice. But sir, uh, imagine, if manna can come from heaven, imagine what else can come from heaven. Sir, let's, 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 let's try it now. Let's get, let's try whether God will give us meat. You know, there could have been a way for them to communicate it to their man of God. As a very nice idea. Not forcefully, not demanding, not, not, not even threatening him that they will go back to Egypt, to the onions and the garlic of Egypt, as though life was easy in Egypt. But God had a plan. So across the journey of life, when they came to that Red Sea, it looked like, ah, uh -uh, but God told us that we were going to a land with milk and honey. Why didn't God tell us that we're going to meet this challenge? So some of you in this September, you are looking and you're like, but God told me September would be like this. God told me September would be a month of harvest. Now you're standing in front of that Red Sea. In front and behind, the Egyptians are coming. And you're wondering, but this is supposed to be a month 
of harvest of everything that the Lord has said, a month of the walking into inheritance. And then it seemed like it has become tougher than ever before. What thus said the Lord unto thee? So in this next few days, listen what thus said the Lord. It is very key because the Lord will speak. That is one thing I know in this next five days, he will speak. One step would change the game. Some of those meetings will not last for more than 30 minutes, but they will alter the course of your financial life. But you have got to hear him. So take away all the distractions. Then more than ever before, if you have not been consistent in your meditating this next five days, do it like that's the only thing you are supposed to do. You know, many have been very um, consistent in listening to the messages. The messages are, they stay up faith in you in the hearts. You know, when we preach the gospel, what we do to the one that hears us, we stay up faith in Christ. So they believe in their hearts. But salvation is not accumulated until they confess with their mouth. So the messages will stay up faith in your heart but you must speak with your mouth. So that consistency of listening to the messages must be translated to consistency in declaration, consistency in prophesying, consistency in affirmation. It is too key. That's by the wayside. It's the book of Proverbs Review. I want you, so if you'd like to share, you can raise your hand. But before then, I'd like somebody to put up... Um, Pastor Debbie, Brother Martins, TLB, Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4. <clears throat> I'd actually want to share it on the screen for us. But if, you'd, if you're here and you'd like to share um, your inspiration from the book of Proverbs, please raise your hand so that by the time I'm done with mine, you can share. Um, it's not going to be a very long meeting, so... Um, as fast as we can, we'll be out of here. Can okay. we repeat the verse, Ma? Um, verse 3, not TPT, TLB, the Living Bible. The Living Bible, TLB. Uh, please, can you repeat the scripture? Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4, the Living Bible. Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4, the Living Bible. It says, any enterprise is built by wise planning, becomes strong through common sense, and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. You know, you might be thinking, oh, I do business. How can I excel in business? What are the things I need to do? Oh, I want to have a successful marriage. 
oh, I want to have a beautiful career. He said, any enterprise, be it an enterprise of family, an enterprise of business, an enterprise of a job, an enterprise under the government, whatever the case may be, any enterprise is built by wise planning. I don't need to define the word wise because throughout the book of Proverbs, there are so many things that define wisdom for us. But the quickest one that comes to mind is the definition the pastor gave for phronesis. Say phronesis is the force that causes you to do what you ought to do when you have to do it and how you ought to do it. So when he says wise planning, the accurate planning, the way you should plan, when you should plan and how you should plan. So there's a precision to your planning. He says it's built by wise planning. Become strong through common sense. What is common sense? Who can remember? I did um, one of the reviews for Rhapsody. We, I defined common sense. Was it the review for Rhapsody or was it was one of the proverbs? Um, sister, um, Pastor Ndapandula, it was one of the, the proverbs, proverbs, right? Ma. Yes, ma'am. So, what's the definition of common sense? Who can pull it out quickly? Let me read it quickly. Whoever sees this can post it on the chat room. Why Pastor Ndapandula can read it? Common sense, common mm -hmm. sense. Yes, ma'am. Um, go ahead. Okay, common so we have sense. it in the chat room. Common it's sense. Common sense, often known okay. as sense, is sound practical judgment concerning everyday matters or a basic ability to perceive, understand, and judge in a matter that is shared by, that is common to nearly all people. So when he says become strong through common sense, that means your business, your family will be strengthened if you demonstrate sound practical judgment concerning everyday matters. He's trying to say that you are able to take the right decisions on a daily basis. You are able to make the right decision. You are able to take the right steps. He said it will become strong. So in your business tomorrow, what are you supposed to do? You know how to get the customers. 
You know how to um, improve on your customer service. You know how to, if there's, a, if, there's a, if there's a crisis in the business, you know how to mitigate it. You know how to come out of it. It becomes strong through common sense. Then it profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. It's saying that you are up to date in your industry. You are in your fashion industry. You don't know what's happening in fashion. You don't know what policies are being, are being um, 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 rolled out, whether it will affect your business or not. You don't know the rules, the laws, the regulations, the agencies that regulate the fashion industry. You are not in the, in the um, what do you call it, um, institution. The agents, um, th there's this word they use. Um, what's those um, committees that they, um, I'm trying to remember the word. Those guys that, um, you know, this, for instance, for CM, for personnel management is CIPM. What they call them? Association, thank you. Those associations that determine the details of the fashion industry. You cannot be up to date. You cannot have the facts of the industry. So you see professional bodies, exactly. So you see that just verse three, and four, summarizes all the principles that you require to succeed. As long as it has to do with enterprise, because the word enterprise is the same word entrepreneurship. They are all root words, entrepreneurship. So what business do you do? It says it will be built by wise planning. Now we understand that wisdom comes from the word. You cannot be successful as a business person without wisdom. And when we say success, success is not about making money. Have you not seen people that have made money, made billions, then suddenly something happens in the business and the guy goes to ground zero. Okay. A quick one that some of you in Nigeria will remember. Do you remember um, a building? There, there was this building that, that crashed um, some few uh, months ago that had um, the owner, some other people, over at about, about 50 people as at the time of the report that crashed. Now that is a so-called wealthy man. He had money. What happened to him? Because when they started investigating the case, there's a particular woman that was working with them and she said that she realized that they were compromising on things. They were compromising on the steps that needed to be taken. So she pulled out. She didn't want to be part of it anymore. Now that building would crash and it would destroy even the owner alongside many other people. He wasn't wise. Because wisdom causes you to do the right thing. So it says wise planning. You are not just planning, you are wise in your planning. He said the enterprise will become strong through common sense. We posted the definition of common sense on the chat. Sound practical judgment on everyday matters. That means the daily operations of the business, you know what to do at all times. It's good to have a nice idea, but if your daily operations don't work well, forget it. You are not building nothing. Then he said it would profit wonderfully. That means when we talk about profit in business, it means you are making money. He said you will make money if you keep yourself abreast of the facts. This is just um, Proverbs 
24, verse 3 to 4. So as I meditated on this scripture, these were all the things that came to my spirit and I thought to share. Who wants to share? Who wants to share? Who wants to share? Ah, uh-uh. una no read. There's no verse that touched you people. Hmm? Sister Jasmine, you say you know raise your hand for reason. All right, over to you, esteemed Sister Jasmine. <laughs> Go ahead and unmute your mic. Good evening, Ma. Good evening. <laughs> I was just laughing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I wanted to touch Proverbs 24. Um, verse, um, verse six. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it says, um, um, why strategy is necessary to wage war. I'm reading from the TPT. And with many astute advisors, you will see the path to victory more clearly. Mm, why strategy? You know, it's very, you know, the Holy Spirit is um, our extraordinary strategist. And um, it's very important that we know that he gives us wisdom to strategize for every, for instance, when we were having this um, global day of prayer, there was a statement pastor made. Pastor said, when we have global day of prayer, it's launching us to another new level of praying. Like for instance, once we are done with global day of prayer, maybe if you were praying maybe 13 minutes, you increase to one hour or two hours. And if you also remember the story of a king, um, is it king? Uh, oh, Jasmine, remember. Jasmine, remember, remember, remember. The king that was um that was faced um the Judah king that was faced with war from Moab, Ammon, and um yeah, exactly. You know, God gave him a strategy. He said, Go out, don't go with weapons of war, go with praise. That's a strategy. And as Master talking, she also said that in this last five days. If you've not been meditating, she said, meditate. God will talk to you. He will speak to you for you to do something. And when he says you should do it, why strategy comes from the Holy Ghost? So, um, and it is necessary in these last days. If God is not speaking to you, if God is not telling you what to do, you're not going to make wise decisions. And the only way he could be able to communicate those wisdom to you is through his word. And then you will see the path clearly, the path to victory, to be seen. It doesn't matter whether, oh, when you start the year, started, you say you're going to do something and it's in the eighth or the ninth month, sorry, and then you've not achieved it. Don't look at it that way. At 11th hour, God never fails. He will do it for you. Thank you so much, Mafon, for this um opportunity god bless you i love you hallelujah thank you so much esteemed sister jasmine god bless you too hallelujah 
Okay, who would like to share? Especially from today's um, Proverbs. Today was chapter 25, right? And we read the New International Readers Version, NIRV. Praise God. It said, these are more Proverbs of Solomon. They were gathered together by the men of Hezekiah, the king of Judah. Hezekiah was one man who was um, very strategic in um, setting things in the scripture, right? And we know him so much as that man who changed God's mind concerning something. And if his men gathered the Proverbs of Solomon, that means they practiced certain things that Solomon had taught in their days. He said, he said, when God hides a matter, he gets glory. When kings figure out a matter, they get glory. The heavens are high and the earth is deep. In the same way, the minds of kings are impossible to figure out. Remove the scum from the silver, then the master worker can make something out of it. Remove ungodly officials from where the king is. Then the king can make his throne secure because of the godliness around him. You know, you read this and you want to use that to pray. Because God is saying that when wrong ungodly officials are taken away from the king, the king will be able to make God, um, um, will be able to, you know, do the right thing and secure their throne because godliness will be around him. And then, you know, he wrote a lot of other things. Praise God. Esteemed Brother Martins, please omit and share with us your inspiration from the book of Proverbs. Thank you so much, Ma. Good evening, everyone. Good afternoon, good morning, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I basically want to touch on Proverbs chapter 23, NLM, Living Bible, the Living Bible. From verse 1, it says, when dining with a rich man, be on your guard. Don't stuff yourself. Though it all tastes good, it tastes so good. For he's trying to bribe you, and not and no good is going to come of his invitation. You know, if you look at it genetically, it might just be like um, he's saying, um, "Don't go and dine with a rich man because every rich man wants to bribe you." Genetically, but you know, from the more spiritual angle, he's saying, "Be on guard." Understand what exactly you are going there for. Understand why you must not keep eating and eating and, you know, enjoying all the good things that he's giving you because it might just be a bribe. I've seen a situation whereby people go to, you know, seek favor from certain people and then they have conversations with them. They give them food or give them money or whatever. But in the process, they also have the recording of it with which they can be blackmailed in the future. And now it goes on, on verse four, it says, don't worry yourself trying to get rich. Why waste your time? For riches can disappear as though they had the wings of a bird. It's not saying don't get rich. But you know, um, when you mix your riches with wisdom, it definitely will stay. So it says, don't worry yourself. It is God that gives true riches. You know, I, I equate this with... Um, 
the tithings and the offerings that we give as Christians, especially these are daily faith tithes, that every day we supply God's food. We don't have to worry ourselves trying to get rich. By virtue of the fact that we are in God's supply system and every day we do supply God's food, we don't have to worry ourselves getting rich. Riches and durable riches truly will come from him. And yes, he has poured out riches to us. Then verse six, it says, don't associate yourself. Don't associate with evil men. Don't long for their favors and gifts. Their kindness is a trick. They want to use you as their pound. The delicious food they serve with turn sour in your stomach and you will vomit it and have to take back your words of appreciation for their kindness. When you go around with evil people, they give you food, they give you all what you, but they have an intention or rather the devil is using them for a particular purpose which is to get your soul, which is to get you away from the word of God, to get you away from church, to get you away from the good things that you do. And then you find yourself walking in the light of, no, in the darkness of their, of their path. You see yourself, you know, going through what they go through, doing what they do. And who knows, you might see yourself being them because the Bible says evil communication corrupts good manners. Then finally, I'll read from verse 10. It says, don't steal the land of defenseless orphan by moving, sorry, verse, um, sorry, verse 12. He said, don't, ask, don't refuse to accept criticism. Get all the help you can. There are some people, there are some people that every now and then you find that they cannot, they cannot accept corrections. When you correct people, they, they tend to... Um, become heady, become angry, become withdrawn. For instance, I use myself as, a, as, an, as an example. I always say this, I say, I have a teachable. Brother Matthew, please unmute yourself. I didn't know I was muted. Okay, so um, I don't know where, I, where you stopped hearing me. Okay, let me read verse 12 again. I said, Don't... As, as an example. Okay, so I always use myself as an example. I have a teachable spirit. I am correctable. Every time correction comes, I accept it. I accept criticisms, especially when it is constructive, especially when it is, um, when it is towards a correction on my path of life. Because one of the things I found out is as a Christian, you are anointed. God has anointed you. God has poured out his blessings upon you. And one of the things the devil seeks to do is to steal that blessing from you, steal that anointing, take away that thing that you hold there. So because of that, you might, you might, you know, um, find yourself walking in a pathway that is not right. So when you are criticized for that, when you are corrected, accept it. And you're accepting it is the blessing. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this great opportunity. Thank you, everyone. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed brother Martin. So much shared. Meanwhile, you would not raise your hand since you had all of this one in your heart, brother Martin. You do not raise your hand. God's watching you. Now, Sister Kelvin Harris and Pastor Ndapandula are now raising their hand after brother Martin's was not sharing what they want to share. Praise God. Okay. It's all right. Sister Kelvin Harris, you have two minutes. We're supposed to end this meeting at. 9.30. Now we have to extend it. All right, go ahead. 
Hello, sorry. Oh, sorry, my two minutes off. Praise God. <laughs> she says you would not only have given credit to them sanctioned people, but it's just amazing how, you know, just from that scripture, you know, a, a principle for life, for work, you know, was inspired and it played out accordingly. Praise God. All right. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Kelvinary. Sister, um, esteemed Pastor Ndapandula, you have two minutes. We have five minutes to round off. So really, we need to round off at 9.45. So you got two minutes. Yes, Pastor Debbie got two minutes. And then two minutes, ma. Um, yes, ma. Um, I just want to, to state two scriptures. One, one we did them today. Uh, and I just want to read it in another translation. The, the Proverbs 25 verse 9 to 10. In TPT, it says, don't reveal another person's secrets just to prove a point in an argument, or you could be accused of being a gossip and gain a reputation for being one who betrays confidence. I read it in the easy, easy to read version. It says, if you want to tell your friends about your own problems, tell them, but don't discuss what someone told you in private. Whoever hears it will lose their respect for you and will never trust you again. Uh, there's been a, a, um, a, a video going on where Pastor uh, Enoch was talking about learn to speak to the Holy Spirit first. You know, stop speaking to other people about so many things because these are one of the things that they would do when they get upset with you. And I remember one of Pastor's Bible seminar episodes, he even spoke about these things whereby he says, you know, human beings, when they get angry with you, they even reveal your secrets. They tell people what what you told them uh, uh, in private. So that, that scripture stood out for me like that. And the last one that I want to uh, uh, mention is the one of um, the one of eating. <laughs> it's good to eat. Um, it's good to eat sweet things. It's TBT 25 verse 27. It's good to eat sweet things, but you can take too much. It's good to be honored, but to seek words of praise is not an honor at all. And then the CEV says, don't eat too much honey and always and always want praise. You know, um, a lot of people like to be praised and that's fine. But when you realize, when you, when you come to a point where you realize that every time you are not praised for something or honored or thanked about something, uh, people get easily offended. So be careful with your heart not to always uh, uh, require that. That's what the spirit was just ministering to me and saying that let your heart be so perfect to do things unto the Lord because your promotion comes from him. I remember there was a time at work where people say, oh, these people don't even see what you do in secret. And I told them, I don't do it unto them. I do it unto God because like the Bible says, promotion comes from him, meaning it's what you do for him. And that is uh, uh, um, right in his eyes that causes him to promote you. So never look out for man's praise or desire it. Let it come freely. And thank you so much, Ma. That's all for me. Praise God. All right. Thank you so much, Esteem. Asanda Pandula, even though you didn't finish your statement. Okay, I'll hand over to esteemed Pastor Deborah. You got two minutes. Thank you so much, Ma. Good evening, everyone. Good afternoon. Good morning. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. When I come here, I just like to listen to everybody <laughs> instead of share. 
But there are some things that stood out for me from the 19th chapter of Proverbs, which I, I read in a couple of translations and it meant the same thing. The first one is Proverbs 19 verse 14. And it says, you can inherit houses and lands from your parents, but a good wife only comes as a gracious gift from God. So both good wife and good husband, the spouse. Amazingly, a lot of people, you know, have different, you can hear different things on the internet and if, if the person is really levered, you might just say, in fact, I'm not doing. But for it to, for God to clearly tell us through Solomon in this place that it comes from God. So just in case you are expecting to get married, you want to get married, you know, this thing is only God that can give it. Nobody. He says you can inherit houses and lands from your parents. Praise the Lord. So I, I just you know, wanted to bring that to the fore, just in case we read it and say, don't worry, we are children of God. Just know that this is part of the things that God gives to you because a lot of people, Christians born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, sideline God from the process of them getting a spouse or being joined to another person. Praise the Lord. The second scripture is um, Proverbs 19, verse 11. It says, an understanding person demonstrates patience. patience. For mercy means holding your tongue. When you are insulted, be quick to forgive and forget, for you are virtuous when you overlook an offense. Some people, just small thing, they cannot just hold it. You know, I, I, I encountered someone, you know, a couple of months, and I sometimes I just look at the person, I'm just wondering, how do these things, did these vile things come out? What did the person do? Did the person kill you? No, why would you start talking like this? You know, and on and on and on. And you see some people, even Christians, I, I, I cringe at hearing such things and coming to find out that it's in the scripture. You know, where you show mercy by tying your tongue. You don't have to release those vile things to the person. Pastor has said this thing over and over again. You don't have to release vile things to someone. You know, Jesus Christ clearly told us. Yeah. He said, those things that are, it's not what goes into the man, but what comes out of him. That's what desecrates the man. Not only him, but other people that are listening to him. Your words must be full of grace. Pastor talk, spoke during the Your Love Word. He says, be gracious. Let your words be gracious, irrespective. He said, be quick to Thank forgive and forget. You can be faithful and all that, but be quick to forgive and forget. Thank you so much, Ma. <laughs> Thank you, Ma, for the opportunity. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Thank you, esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Aries. Thank you, esteemed Sister Jasmine, and of course, esteemed Pastor Ndapandula. All the thoughts that have been shared today are very instructive, very insightful. Some of us actually read all of those passages, you know, that each of you shared, but so, so much to learn. And I like how you guys were able to translate it into everyday happenings, you know, like what um, Sister Kelvinaris did. You know, so um, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing of your experiences and of your work in the word because it's an everyday life for us doing the word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so we've had a great time and Lord is gracious and he's kind and we have come to the end of today's meeting. Because time is far spent, we'll just share the benediction um, so Pastor Unda Pandula touched on something which the Spirit of God had been talking to me and I had planned to share tomorrow morning about who you talk to. So um, maybe I, I should get a prompting tomorrow 
when I come up to share about it. Um, but it's something the Lord had told me about and what she said, I would emphasize more on it. Praise God. Okay, let's unmute our mics as we share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest above us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. And surely, God is in us, bless us, all the days of our lives. Amen. Okay, so can we all proceed to, I, I, I know that the meeting could have gone on and on, but we can go and continue on the Inspired by the Word group. Let's share our thoughts and all the things that we had shared here. Praise God. Enjoy the rest of your evening. God bless you. Good morning.